Welcome to a new episode of Liftoff, a Jets football podcast, with your host, Chris, and from playlikeajet.com, Mr. Sharman Phillip. And remember, wherever you find your podcast, you can find ours at Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon as well. Uh, and you could also follow the show on Twitter at Liftoff Jets, and you could follow Sharman at GrownFolk1980, and you can follow myself at CP7NY, and you could also catch us on Sportswire Radio at sportsinarium.com backslash player. You can follow the station manager there, Thomas Bryce, at Thomas Bryce 2017. So, Charmin, we finally – it's so good to talk after a victory, right? I'm like – Yeah, so we haven't excited. done one of those in a <laughs> – Yeah, we haven't done one of those in a long time. I mean, no. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, Jess fans, how does it feel? You right. Know? I mean, I know it's it's Wednesday. Unfortunately, we're, we're, get, we're bringing you the show later, but unfortunately, Chris and I don't do this for a living. <laughs> we actually have lives <laughs> yes <laughs> other than football but oh being a Jets fan is a big part of it and and we enjoyed the weekend man I I really did um of course it was most of the game I spent biting my nails you know <laughs> yeah, and, I think we all were know, that pain in my stomach that there we go another jet game where you're just gonna get beat by two scores again but it was, yeah, it was, it almost, it almost got that way. Right. I mean, we were down, I mean, we could go to so many key plays, but you know, we'll just yeah. start at the end really with yeah. the, with the Nick Chubb, right. With the touchdown where everybody's saying, Oh, he should have just fell down. Right. And just ran out yeah. the clock at the end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of hard to do. I'm sure the instinct is just to be like, Hey, I'm running in for a touchdown. We're up by two touchdowns. We got it, you know, less than two minutes to go. So I, I get I, I'm not going to kill Nick Chubb for not, you know, getting down there. I don't know if he was on in Cleveland radio. You know, I didn't listen to any Cleveland radio stations, but I wonder if they were killing Nick Chubb for that. What do you I saw think? some people. No, I saw some people killing him. Yeah, and some, I don't know. Yeah, I saw. I mean, I I don't see. I, you know what? I'll say that they weren't killing him, but they were pointing out the fact that he could have. Right. Um. <clears throat> And I don't know. I mean, in our history, we've had we've had situations like that. I don't know if you remember. I think um, trying to remember the running back's name. We were we were ahead, and um, he had to he had to not score, and he's trying to stop himself from scoring, and he basically walked into the end zone <laughs> when he didn't try. What's his name, man? I forget. His well, the name. famous one was in the Super Bowl, right, with the Giants and the Patriots. Yeah, that was, that was uh, yep, yep. So I can't remember yep. which. It was the giant running back, and he actually tried, and he like he was, I mean, he just fell over, and he fell right yeah. over the line or just past the line. But um, that didn't really affect the, the final anyway. But right. Um, but this, I mean, it was just amazing how, you know, like early on, I thought Nick Chubb was just running right through us. That's for me the big negative for us was yeah. the run defense True. was not there that this week. True. We'll have enough time to speak about the positives. We all know what they yeah. are, um, but but we have to pay attention, especially it's Wednesday, and that means it's uh, we move on to the Bengals. And guess what? The two things we, we could see a lot of is the Bengals doing the two things that we struggle the most at stopping on defense. A screen game, short dump-off passes, and the running game right up the middle. It, it it's 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 so sad that an, 
complete civilian that knows too much, that knows very little about football, could watch the Jets roster, especially defensively, point out a weakness like, hey, some of those guys are pretty light in the pants. And go, hey, guess what? The only way you could beat those dudes because they're pretty fast, instead of trying to like beat them around the edges, which unfortunately is also another weakness. Don't understand why. Uh, but you could just run right down their throat because, you know. And um, I thought that was a positive that the Jets basically stopped the Ravens uh, running game first week of the season, right? We were we were saying how that was a good thing. Yeah. Well, if you watch the Ravens play against Miami. Yeah, that was a big uh, <laughs> uh, Hey, if this was the old Ravens, Miami wasn't coming back because they would bleed the crap out of that ball. And Miami wouldn't have been able to get it back. It's just simple as that. So yeah. maybe that whole stopping the Ravens thing wasn't that, of, that much of a positive. Um, right. <laughs> that's the thing, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, because the Browns, they were able to run the ball pretty easily against this. But yeah, but you yeah. know what? They but really we have advantage. To, but we have to also uh, we also have to give credence to the fact that this is the Browns offensive line and two of the elite running backs in the NFL. This is yeah. not the your run of the mill running back and offensive line. They've been ranked top five in the NFL for at least the last three years. If the top, if yeah, um, no, Chubb is definitely a top three running back, I would right. say. Right. And and his <laughs> offensive line, too. This yeah. is what I'm talking about. Like across the line, these guys are very, very good. And they have the cohesiveness because they've been playing together for a while. So you, you're basically playing up against a complete team or a more complete team than you are. Because you, the Jets' defensive line has not been together as long as that offensive line. You understand what I mean? Yeah. So there's a there's a lot there's a lot going on here, and and I have to give the Browns that you have to remember who we were playing because, um, the I was approached by a lot of um and um by especially Giants fans who were like, well, y'all couldn't stop the run, uh, duh. <laughs> not, who who not does stop many- the Browns? Running exactly. Game. There's not too many. <laughs> there's not too many teams in the NFL that could actually stop the Browns from running the game, the ball. They've they've been they're very good at it, and we struggle at it. it but the thing that bothers me is not the fact that we struggle at stopping the run. The fact that bo- the thing that bothered me is that that whole dink and dunk thing that that kid was doing, the quarterback, was killing us. Yep. Every time any one of the running backs got the ball out on the edges, nobody was in sight. Guys were overplaying it. They're running way out. The guy's just cutting inside, and there's nobody home. He's running like 12 yards before anybody touches him. That's the same thing we saw in the in the offseason, in the preseason, and that scares the crap out of me when you talk about the size and athleticism of these Bengals wide receivers. If the Bengals take advantage of the fact that they watch the film and they notice that, guess what? These guys cannot guard the edges. You know, we're going to be in serious trouble. 
And I will, I, I've seen a couple of guys say that. I want to say Michael Narnia is one of them. Some of our friends at Jets X-Factor have said it. But I pointed out the fact that the Jets have JFM playing on the edge. Now, in the past rush situation, when your quarterback is a, a, a statue, I understand. But why is this man playing on the edge? He's more athletic than a regular three technique. But you were asking him to chase guys that are way faster than him. He does not, he's, he does, he, to me, you're putting him at, on a, dis, at a disadvantage. You know, so, so there's so many things here, man. You know, at the end of the day, I think the matchup defensive, offensively for our defense, in theory, should work perfectly for us, for what we do. Because if they ran what they normally do on offense, which is hold the ball for a long period of time and try to get throws down the field, we could get to them. But if they watch the film and come at us with what the teams that have beaten us in the last couple of years have beaten the way they've beaten us, basically, copycat league, we're in serious trouble unless Robert Sala and uh, and our defensive coordinator changes things, not drastically, because to in my opinion, I don't think the change needs to be that much. Um, but they just seem to have no, uh, you know, like they really don't want to. Basically, there's no want to there to 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 change. I think they're in love with this belief that simplifying that cover three look is the best way to go. Everybody knows the weaknesses. And if we, if, and he, he, their whole thing is, okay, so they know our weaknesses, we know our weaknesses, so we know where they're going to attack. Uh, that's not, that hasn't been working for us. So anyway. Yeah. Um, only one more, I would say, add one more thing to it is, where was, where is the pass rush so far? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, but, but <laughs> you know what? I won't, I won't hold them, I won't hold that against them in this game. Just because the Browns were getting the ball out of uh, what's his name's hands, um, right? Percent, you know, uh, yeah. He, the ball was out. The ball was like I said. There was they weren't trying to have Brissett stand there for five seconds or four seconds. The ball was out of his hand. That's one of the reasons why you saw all these dink and dunks and you saw all those dump offs and all these screen plays because they were trying to use the Jets aggressive front against them, which is, again, this is like, you know, preschool math. One plus one is two. Right. If you're very, very aggressive, I should use your aggressive nature against you. And that's what they did. When you in football, when you're playing against an aggressive front, guess what you do? You let them come to you and then you just dump the ball behind them. And pray that their linebackers are always out of position and then you could cash them, which is always what's been happening. You know? And another thing, too, our linebackers suck at coverage. Mosley's Mosley in coverage is nothing anymore, man. He ain't got it. Yeah. Alexander is our best bet because Quincy Williams is, no, not in coverage. 
which he's supposed to be because he's a younger, more athletic. Nope. <laughs> Alexander is probably the, the, not probably, he's been the best one. You know, so. Quentin goes a little bit too, like, I, I should say Quincy, I'm sorry. Quincy, he just goes a little, like, he's not, I don't want to, I don't want to use the word focused, but it seems like he's just, he's he too much, like he's a, like he's not a heat, he's the opposite of a heat seeking missile. Like he doesn't know where he's going, kind of. It's 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 what it is. Is that? But when he hits something, he hits it hard. <laughs> it's un, it's uncontrolled aggression. There you go. <laughs> That's a to, good for me. For me, football is controlled aggression. It right. is you you having a total understanding of where you're going and why. So, let's say you know you've read that the running back is going to get the ball and he's going to hit the B gap and then you're heading towards the B gap. The You should not be waiting for the handoff. You know where the ball is going from what, if you watch enough film and you understand the alignment and everything, that ball is, that guy is coming right through here. The blocks are working out the same way. Everything is working out exactly how it is. Shoot your gun. Go downhill as quickly as possible. Get to that guy. But but, but because these guys get paid too, he's not going to just let you tackle him. For the most part, what he's going to do is he's going to try to slip by you, make himself small, all that. That's where you break down in time so that you could get your, 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 get the leverage to hit him and tackle him. But if you're going all out of control, Guess what you're going to do? Miss tackles. Or you're going to miss the gap. Or you're not going to hit the, the spot where you want to hit. And unfortunately, that's a lot of what I see from this kid. You know? So, we knew this, man. There's nothing we're saying right now that's brand new. We know these are the weaknesses of this team. Now, it, we, we I think this is probably the first... Uh, probably the only show that you you will ever listen on a week where the Jets won, where we actually started with the negatives. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, but, but, you know, to, to speak on what actually the reasons why the Jets were able to win this game. Um, I think, I think we need to talk about firstly, I will have enough time talking about the players. I think firstly, we need to, we need to get, the coaching involved. I think I think the fact that these guys buy into Salah, they buy into his message. I think that is something that uh to me you could see that kind of bleeding through them. You know, and, and even it, when they lose, but in when that in that win, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah and man. you can see it too, especially after this week of the whole receipts, taking receipts thing. Because that could have backfired on Salah yes. very easily. But yep. now you could tell the team is a thousand percent behind him. Yeah, and that's what winning does, right? I mean, yep. like yeah, if, that helps. <laughs> you know, it, you know, if I tell you <clears throat> eating, if I tell you something like eating peanut butter would make you gain muscle, right? And you eat peanut butter peanut butter for two weeks, and you don't gain no muscle. Why the hell would you continue eating peanut butter? Right. <laughs> you understand exactly. me? Mm-hmm. But if but if the moment I tell you this and you go on a two-week binge and then you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh, man, Shaman was right. Guess what? how much peanut butter you be eating? 
<laughs> and then, you know, so for me, that win kind of solidifies all the talk for Salah and his coaches, <clears throat> all the things that they've been saying. That whole we you still got 60% when you don't when you don't have any more. Hey, ain't that a message, huh? When you when you're down by 30 with less than two minutes ago, <laughs> you still got 60%. That's it. You understand? Perfect messaging, perfect win. And 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 these things to me, this thing could spark so much. This is the there's a promise there, you know, for you know, for some kind of rejuvenation of this franchise because of all the things we've spoken about in several episodes going dating back throughout the, the, the post the postseason last year and the preseason this year, everything we've and, and free agency and everything we've spoken about, about all the positives, none of that stuff matters if there's no wins. The wins solidify everything. And Again, we have people, we have the NFL starts, they're talking about, oh, how talented, they're more talented. They're, you know, look at, you know, this guy, look at this guy, look at this guy, you know. Why? Because winning pit cures a lot of ills. And I think that's one of the reasons why Chris and I had the same mentality where we really wanted to start talking about the things that nobody wasn't talking about this week. <laughs> you know, so we spent a little time on the negatives. Okay, that's fine. But I think the coaching was one. I think also this offense could be a problem to deal with for most teams. Teams do not have two really good corners, let alone three. If, you, if you're not worried about what Elijah Moore could do to you, all right, Mm-hmm. and a veteran like Corey Davis could do to you on a good day, then all of a sudden now, you got to think to yourself, but wait a minute, they're three deep? What are we going to do? <laughs> and, and not only that, Bryce Hall showed his teeth, and he ain't even there yet. There's so much this kid needs to learn, but you could tell that if teams don't pay attention to him, he could be a problem. Michael Carter could be a problem. There is so much talent talent on this team that if this offense starts taking off, a lot of the deficiencies could be covered up. Right? Absolutely. And you know what? And you didn't even mention Garrett Wilson. This was kind I, of the well. Well, I yeah, I was trying not to because I was just I was trying to make a point. You don't even have to mention his name because he's such a he's basically a superstar after one game because <laughs> everybody's mentioning his name. Well, you know, and, and, and you gotta give it to him though. Right, because it makes sense, you know, like you drafted this guy 10th overall. It's not like he's a second or third round pick. This guy's 10th overall. You gotta get him in the game. And listen, and and the excuse, well, he doesn't know all the all the routes mm. yet. And that was that was that's a horrible excuse. I don't want to hear that. Nobody wants that's to me, that's the lamest excuse you could say why you didn't get him in the game plan. I'm sorry. Get him in the get in the game plan, <laughs> and if he fails, then he fails. Right. Get him if in the he game knows, plan. Listen, if he knows half the routes, I'm sure he knows more than half the routes. But if oh, he only he knew half the routes, you could just say, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna game plan for him, and we're gonna say, okay, if he only knows these, then we're gonna put these in the game plan.' When he's in, like, when well, he's he doesn't in, know when those. he's on the field." 
Right. Right. It's as simple as but that. Yeah. You want to get him on the field as much as possible because he's arguably your your best receiver on the team right now. Yeah, arguably because you could say Elijah guy. Moore maybe because he has a year. You know, <laughs> hey, I, I'm I'm telling you right now, Elijah. As much as um Wilson was open, Elijah Moore was open too. I I just got to tell you, like if anybody could just go out and watch the film, you know, and if you don't believe. Me, I don't have the film. Go watch Luke Grant over at Play Like a Jet. He broke it down. A lot of the times, Wilson was open. Elijah was open too. Teams will have to figure a way to stop those two guys. And in my opinion, a lot of what they're going to do is try to drop back and play more, play back more, allowing us to run the damn ball, which is the, uh, the basic core principle of this offense. I'm telling you, that is why the, the the promise of this offense is ridiculous. In my opinion, these guys start taking off. They have so many answers to so many questions that on defense, you struggle to figure out who to stop. That's 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 the promise of this of this offense. But we still and haven't seen that running game get going. That, and, and that's what I'm trying to say. Right. This is what I'm trying to say. Because, because we know that the potential is there. In those two games, in both games, these guys are averaging high yards per carry. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Brees Hall it, did this week, but not, not Michael Carter. No, he, he did not. But but th- again, this is this is the thing, right? It's like uh either or thing. It's like, okay, maybe Michael Carter doesn't have the hot hand and then Brees Hall goes off. Maybe Brees Hall is not having a Michael Carter goes off. <laughs> this is right, what I'm they saying. They only had think about it. They only had seven carries each, so that's not. That's probably not. I ideal. I, un- <laughs> I I understand, but but uh, but also understand what I'm trying to say. I think I think that if you pay attention enough to what they're doing as running backs, I think, especially on that on that game winning drive, I think I want to say it was on a third down. There was a dump off to 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 Michael Carter. Michael Carter caught that ball, danced a couple times, and basically slipped by a tackle that would have stopped it, stopped him short. I don't even, I still can't figure out how he got the, the linebacker didn't touch him. Because he it was so subtle how he got by the guy. The guy basically flew at him, and the guy didn't whiff so badly, it was almost like he wasn't there. That's the kind of talent I'm talking about. These flashes of what these guys could do. It's pretty immense. We don't know exactly what it's going to be because it hasn't been done yet, but it's right there. Yep. There's a chance. And, and, and again, we started with the negatives, but again, a lot of what we saw on offense is the promise of what this team could be offensively, especially if you have a quarterback that's mobile like Zach, Will, like Zach Wilson. In what? Then what? What do you do as a defense? You know, so there are negatives. There's a lot for teams to for 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 the Jets to coaching staff to work on, and I think that's a positive because they are not winning and blowing out teams, and they're like, well, look at us, we're big. No, we still have a lot to work, every, a lot of work to do. Everybody's gonna line up. Everybody's gonna do what they gotta do during the week and get prepared, like they should be against a team that's kind of struggling right now. 
So let's see how that works out. Yeah, no, I, I agree. There's thankfully this week there was more positive than than negative. <laughs> yeah, I think That's I think I want to before you continue. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Chris. Right. But the penalties, the penalties were another issue for me too. Yeah, like that was that was something that that really got me. Um, you know, that that it it just it just bothered me. They they were having penalties at times that I don't I don't think is necessary. I'm looking at my notes. They one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, come on, man. Nah, you can't be that 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 can't be it. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you know. And they were having yeah. them at critical times too. Yeah, eight, that, that, eight penalties. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I missed the other, yeah, the other three right here. I'm sorry. That's but, all right. Yeah. No, and but that's, but that's, yeah, that's that's not good at all. So that's got to be cleaned up. And like you said, if if they if they could get that running game going, which they definitely will, because we we said it last week. The offensive line is just going to get better because they just started playing together, unfortunately, because of the injuries we had. So I think the offensive line is going to get better. It's just a matter of time. And we've seen it this this week. I, I think they got better, especially pass blocking. Maybe not run blocking as much, but definitely pass blocking. I, I think it was improved. Because Flacco yeah, the pass, the pass block, yeah. The pass block was 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 definitely got better. But I think Ma- Michael LaFleur's idea of having his running backs um, chip a lot of the times and before they release or the tight end chip a lot of the times really helped. Um, right. Also, I think the fact that the, the Javion Clowney got injured, injured his ankle early in the game. I think that also played a part in it. Uh, right. But, but I think, I think there was a, 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 a group of things in my opinion that, that worked, positively for the Jets a lot of it was the fact that Michael Flo was prepared and 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 I have to kind of point that also I think I think I don't I didn't see a lot of people talk about that of course there was guys you know the trusted guys that I always trust they always talk about stuff like that but well that was a hell of a game by Michael Flo. hell of a game and yes yes Joe Flacco executed the hell out of the play the ideas of how to attack that defense that was perfect and um it worked out exactly how i think exact almost exactly as he drew it out which is something we we've seen from buffalo for the last last half of the season last year and there you go another game it was just i mean the the finish obviously was one of the most amazing finishes we'll ever see (laughs) as a jet fan for our team um so I mean, to pull that game out with less than two minutes left, down 13, and to and to actually win it, I mean, obviously, Cleveland had to uh, miss their, their extra point, so that helped us. But um, but still, great win. Now we're back to 500, one and one. So, But this is where they kind of pull us in, right, the Jets? This is where they <laughs> pull us in. They're pulling us in with all this promise now. Uh, but now, are we? Are we? Are they pulling us in, or are we pulling ourselves in? Because, I think a little bit of, because, uh, hopefully, both. A little bit, yeah. Because, because you know, again, the 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 way we structured this whole conversation is we started with the negative, so we know that this is not a finished product. So you can't expect a finished product to just, you know, you can't expect finished product uh, uh, conclusions out of an unfinished product. You know, um, yes, you want the Jets to win next week, but 
do you know how they're going to win? You don't know. A lot of exactly you, a lot of the points you made are, are pretty on point. You know, you kind of hit the nail on the head. We just haven't seen the run game pop off. Right? Um, yes, um, uh, you know, uh, Flacco had a hell of a passing game, uh, passing game, four touchdowns, right? 300 plus yards. Yeah. But that's only one game. Can he do it again? You know? And th- there's questions here. So we're we're hoping that they, that's a possibility. And the fact that the Bengals have have problems, like major problems. Yeah. Ones that we never thought that you know we've seen from a team that made a Super Bowl run the year before. And so listen, and I'm gonna say, no matter what happens in the game this Sunday against the Bengals, I don't care if Flacco throws for 500 yards and five mm. touchdowns. If Wilson is ready. Week four, then he's got to start. I don't want to hear. Well, they won two in a row with Flacco. He looks great. They got to. Yeah, no, that. they got to. No, they can't. No, it's this. Yeah, they, they asked. They asked uh, a fla- uh, uh, They asked. Uh, Salah. Salah. Yeah, they asked him this this afternoon. They asked him if, if that's a possibility. He said, "Hell no." Yeah. He said, "Wilson is the franchise coach." Basically, I, I'm I putting Wilson yeah, yeah. off. He's yeah. He said Wilson is not. I soon. He said Wilson's starting. Uh, basically, ready, that's yeah. what. He, yeah. So, so I, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking he'll be week yeah. four at Pittsburgh. It'll be Zach Wilson for sure. The offense works better with a mobile quarterback. Like, we know this. This is this oh. is not even a you know, and we can't take this one game and all of a sudden be like, oh, Flacco needs to stay. You must be out of your mind. I haven't <laughs> no. heard anybody say this. So. If no, anybody say I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna stop that in in the stop them in the oh, tracks. Oh, you know, it, you know it's gonna happen. You know, no. <laughs> right? You know it's gonna happen. Oh, well, man. the one, you know what? Getting back to the flags, I did write a couple mm. of them down. The one big one was Clem, uh, Michael Clemens. The Clemens one, yeah, I remember right? that one, yeah. And that one, and that one turned out to be a field goal, not a touchdown. So that's good. At least the defense held to a field goal, not a touchdown. Um, and. And I think it was Quinn and Williams, or it was a Quincy, Quincy. I think that led to a touchdown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, listen. Overall, listen. We win. That's all that matters to me. So, yeah, we got some negatives. We pointed them out, but thankfully we got more positives than negatives. And then you know, this week we got the Bengals coming in, and we know what we did last last year to them. We beat them last yeah. year. Yep. And I think we're catching them. You could say it both ways, but I think we're catching them at the right time. They're 0 and 2. They're going to be playing a little desperate this week. So they get they might play a little bit outside of their their comfort zone, if you want to call it that. So they might take a little more risks because they don't want to go down 0 3 in the season. You don't no team wants to go down 0 3, especially a team that's coming off a Super Bowl appearance, even though yep. they lost, but no team wants to go down 0 3. So you know they're gonna probably push the envelope a little bit. They're not gonna be you know, vanilla team this week. They're going to go. They're definitely going to take their chances this year. This week, yeah. That that and and to me, to me, that could play two ways, right? Right. Exactly. In my opinion, in my opinion, they could stick to their guns and go that whole drop back seven step drop thing and try to have Burrow throw the ball downfield deep, which in my opinion works against them because I don't think right now they just don't have the timing, uh, requisite timing to do that. I think they need to. Work work their way into that before they do that. And I, and unfortunately they just haven't been doing that. Um, and that's why they've been 
have um Joe Flacco um Joe Flacco uh Joe Burrow's you know has uh has been struggling a little bit. I think I think it's all around issues everywhere. I don't think it's particularly the offensive line. Um, you know, I caught a I caught a, a I watched, a, you know, you know that quick part of the you know that quick breakdown of the game. I watched that. Um, right. I I I didn't see glaring issues on that offensive line. Um, you know, again, there's more trained eyes than than mine, but. I didn't see like, oh, you know, they were like, Ole, you know, <laughs> you know, or turnstiles or stuff like, you know, there was right. a couple of plays where, you know, they gave up sacks, but I don't think it was that. I saw, I think overall, I think the issue that I thought paid, I paid attention to more, most, especially because I watched the game last week of them was the fact that to me that they weren't going into a short game which they did last season. And this is one of the talking points I I brought up over and over again. We spoke about when we were talking about them last year was the fact that at a point last year, they went to dumping the ball off more often and letting their playmakers make plays. And they haven't done that this season. I think this is why I'm scared that all of a sudden they're going to turn that on against us because we're in problems. We're going to have problems. Yeah, I mean, Burrow is due for a big game. I mean, he's thrown four yeah. picks. Only three touchdowns so far, so you would think he's he's due for a big game. So, all right. Yeah. So, what's your thoughts? They're coming in as a five point favorite against us. Yeah, man. Um, you know, <sighs> yeah. This is this to me trying to take the emotion out of it as a Jets fan. You know, um, this is this is a favorable favorable matchup for the Jets. If you look at it on paper, this is a favorable matchup for the Jets. I think the Jets, what the Jets do on offense, basically match matches favorably with what the Bengals do on on defense. And to me, on offense, what the what the Bengals do on offense matches it matches up favorably to what the Jets do on defense. Now, again, I think the variables, and as always, the variables are always the issues. Um, the variables is what Matt is, is what that will probably push, push the game toward whichever side. Um, are the Bengals going to um, be willing to settle with patience, run the ball just like the Browns did and dump the ball off for their playmakers to make plays on screen game? No, not a lot of throwing the ball deep and just take a lot of those big play attempts that they've had in the last two weeks and kind of uh, simplify the game a little bit more, play a little bit of small ball. I think that's where they could beat the Jets. Are they willing to do that? Yeah. You know, that's the tough. That's the tough thing, man. I don't know. Um, I I don't know if that's something I see them doing a lot of because even in the games where I would say that they were dumping the ball off, they threw the ball a lot. <laughs> they were throwing it down because when teams beat up, they were throwing the ball over their head. So. That's a that's the question for me. Um, of course, the question remain also goes back to hey, is uh, you know, is Joe Flacco gonna have another game, another re- renaissance Joe Flacco game? It's you know, it, you know, I, I think that's that's I, up to the offensive line. I think if the offensive know, line it, gives him time, he'll be fine. Yeah, because they played well. They yeah. played well. I think we were talking about you know, I'm some of the positives that I that another positive is the fact that these guys were. Our left side of the line gave up 12, 
12 pressures last last week, the first week of the NFL. Um, and they did not give that many. I think I think uh, Tomlinson only gave up two. I think Fant gave up three. Right. You know, off the top of my head, I think that's what the numbers were. Were one of the biggest surprises, man, is this kid Mich- Mitchell is looking really good. I'm and and please take that with a grain of salt because what the my, his expectations for me was very very low. So the fact that I'm saying he's looking good, I don't mean he's the lead at all. And and in my opinion, not I wouldn't even say he's good right now. But where he the way he's playing, he's he's playing with a, a kind of a resolve that I love and the attitude I love. You know, so if he could put his technique down and start game by game building on that, man, we might have a controversy out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and 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 I got to shout out also shout out uh, AVT because AVT is playing. AVT is right now ranked in the top. What is it? Uh, EFF has him ranked in the top three or four guards in the NFL. Yeah, right now, both people are trying to hit him on his pass on his pass protection. You know, uh, I did not watch enough. I I I I am not. I didn't put like watch a lot of the pass protection like that, so I don't know how to the. That the run, the run. I know he's just good at run. Yeah, no, maybe run. week one you could have got him for that, but I think week week two, they were they were the line was very good in in pass protection. Yeah, for they did. I, at least I think so. I, uh, I agree with you. Yeah, the numbers say that. The numbers Listen, say I, the yeah, because I think if, if Flacco gets sacked a lot or if he gets rushed a lot, then you know the obviously the offense because he can't go anywhere. You know yes. what I mean? He's he's not running around and escaping anything. You know, if they come in. They're going to get him. It's at least with Zach, you know, like you said, this, this offense is better with a running with a mobile quarterback and Flacco obviously is not a mobile quarterback. He never was, mm-hmm. but he's even less than he was even when he was in his prime. Right. <laughs> yeah. 37. Yeah. yeah whatever. He's, not, he's, old he's not running anyway. So, yeah. But uh, so what, what do you think? Bottom line, you, you think we can pull this one out and, and get out? Yeah. I, one? yeah. Like I said, like I said, I, you know, try just off of the, um, just off of the the uh, paper, just off of paper, I'd say yes. Okay. I, yeah, yes, I, I we could. Good about I say we, yeah, I say we pull it off. I say, I say the Jets offensively um, have a good game. They have a couple flashes. Uh, Elijah Moore breaks out, has like a has like a hundred and something yard receiving again. Um, um, and and also Wilson has a nice game too. I think there. I think there's a possibility that the run game takes off more than in the passing game. Um, so I will say the Jets win twenty-one to seventeen. Okay, I'll, I'll go a little further. I'll say twenty-four thirteen. But we're in the we're in the same ballpark. I I think they're going to keep winning. Uh, next week might be a problem on the road. Zach Wilson's first game. If he does play, let's say let's assume he does play week four. Um, that's where it might get a little trickier because it's his first game, you know, his first game at all this season, and he hasn't played in over a month. So that's where it might get hairy. But yeah, I, I feel pretty good about this week too. Um, and then the rest of the game, weeks week two, um, obviously the Thursday night game was probably the game of the week, or w- before the week started, that was probably the game of the week. The Chiefs uh, pulled it out 27 24 over the Chargers. Um, Chiefs. I think a lot of people weren't talking about the chart of the Chiefs coming into the season. 
as much as you would think they should be talked about. Yeah. But I think people are realizing, all right, the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. They still got that guy called Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's still arguably the best quarterback in the league. So they, they're going to be pretty good. Yeah, they're, they're going to be pretty good. I think I think the conversation is always about Mahomes, right? And rightfully so, because the kid has been has been so good in his career, in his brand, in his new career. I mean, it's been a, he's only been in the league for how long now? <laughs> and we're yeah. we're talking about him. He's been in the league for like seven, eight years. He hasn't. Um, but I think this defense is pretty good, man. Um, they're young. But they're feisty, man. They they got after Herbert. I like I like what they did. Um, the only thing is that one pick six. You want to yeah. say I like you could say that that one that pick six was on was on Herbert. That wasn't um, the poor tight end was gassed, man. The play before that, he was trying to get out. He couldn't yeah. get out. They put him to line up, you know, and he rounded his route and he kind of backed into it. Kind of faded away from where he was supposed to be, and the corner jumped, jumped the pass. Yeah, he should have said, "Listen, so, dude, don't throw, don't throw it my way. I'm dead. I can't, <laughs> right. I can't run. I can't even lift my arms. So, yeah, I'm just gonna be a yeah. decoy on this one. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, but most definitely, yeah, the Chiefs, man, we can't, we can't disrespect them. And I think the Chargers by the end of the year, we're, we're gonna. Oh yeah, they, they'll be fine. I think they're these are two playoff teams going at it. So, um. Uh, Detroit, we don't really have to get into this one. Detroit beat Washington 36-27. Good for Detroit. You know, we said it. They're on the right track. But this is a game, you know, good for them that they won against Washington with uh, Carson Wentz, of course. Um, But he had actually a decent game, Carson Wentz. It wasn't bad. 30-46, 337, three touchdowns, only one pick. But Jared Goff, 256 and four touchdowns, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and 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 Detroit um, has the they have they have the attitude of their coach and the, the moxie and all that, but also they have a lot of talent, man. They have a lot of talent. I mean, They're definitely on the right saw, track. <laughs> yeah, you saw Aiden Aiden Hutchinson was a problem. I think he had like about three sacks or something yeah, like that, right? Three sacks. Yeah, so they have talent, man, and they have that Amon Ross St. Brown kid that's just you know taking over, man. From last year, you could see this kid is going to be a problem. Oh, yeah. So and remember, yeah, they, they have remember they got Jamison yeah. Williams coming back. Yeah, in weeks. Hopefully. Oh my so. goodness. <laughs> yeah. So so this is what I'm, you know. This is the thing. You know, they're talented. You know, they're very talented. Of course, they have holes here and there, but who doesn't? That, you know, the fact that they're as talented and playing competitive football is a good thing. Yep. Uh, Tampa Bay twenty to ten over the Saints. They finally beat the saints uh the saints have had their number a couple of times the past few times they played um that was there was a big fight in that game yes um mike evans is suspended uh this week they upheld this it. is the this is the this is the second time they they kind of they they ball they they brawled right because i think the last time yeah mike evans and and that kid fought again fought before yeah so so this it's it's crazy that they, that they, you know, but you know what, this is what you get, man. When you get two hot teams, um, you know, kind of, I mean, not hot teams, but they're basically, they, they rival. This is a rival. They, they play each other twice yeah. every year, man. They, they smack talk. They're physical with each other. <clears throat> Something's going to pop off here and there, man. 
I wonder if uh, Brady's off the field issues that he's having with his wife and everything. I wonder, I know he's mm. Mr. Stone Cold, but this is a different kind of off the field issues, right? Yeah, when that's the yeah. family. I wonder if this is going to play a part in this season. You know, is that going to get to him at all mentally? Is it going to, you know what I mean? It, it'd be interesting well, to see how he goes. Well, the funniest thing about this about this is that if you if you look at the game, I don't think offensively uh, um, the the Bucks did too well, right? They no. they you know they didn't they didn't do too well. This was one that, with their defense. Yeah, their de- their defense, and you know, hey, they have a they have a defensive minded coach, you know. So yeah. you're gonna see, you know, you're gonna see that, you know, you're gonna see well, had- the fact that. They had you three know. picks, and they had yeah. one, two. They had two uh, fumble recoveries as well. There you go. Five yeah. turnovers and, that, and a pick that, six. Yeah, and that uh, that offense was dead in the water. I think their first possession. Let me see. Uh, they went punt, 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 field goal, punt, and then they scored their first touchdown in the fourth quarter. That right. doesn't sound like a Bucks offense to me, right? No, no. Uh, so. Yeah. Um. And then they might. And then they they will be. Uh. Uh. The the their best wide receiver is gonna be out again. Yep. Uh. Next next week. So I mean, this is a team that's very talented, and then they have very good leadership. So I'm not really worried about where they're going. No. Going forward. I'm just, I'm all, just so. curious to see what what happens with Brady throughout the year. If yeah. Any of this off the field stuff gets to kind of bleeds into his yeah. football, right? Yeah. We'll that, see. That, yep. We'll see. Uh, Giants beat the Panthers 19-16. Um, Giants 2-0. I don't think anybody had them 2-0 to start the season, but they're yeah. sitting there 2-0 now. Yeah, uh, Giants defense doing the job, man. Um, we we always knew they were very talented. Um, one of the things I thought they would struggle at was at their DBs, and they're not. <laughs> they're no. just not. Um, well, they haven't, played... they haven't really. They haven't played like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. You know, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's wait. See. Wait and see. You know. Right. So yeah, I'm not know, jumping um, on any wagon here. Uh, the no, giant bandwagon yet, for sure. No, but sir. they are two we, and zero. We, sh- we shall not. <laughs> I think. I think. You know what? Listen, this this year is our year. Like three years ago, when uh, Joe Douglas uh, took over, right? And it was mainly a, an evaluation of the roster: who's going to yeah. stay, who might, you know. So that's what this 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 one is this year. It is for the Giants. Daniel Jones going to be a free agent after this year too. Like, what are you going to do with him? It's an evaluation of him too. So I, I listen. They're two and zero. Oh, you got to give the coaching a lot of credit for. I think you do. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> right. So, uh, New England. Uh, I think it was a little bit. Of, they were the favorites, but uh, kind of an upset here. They beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, seventeen fourteen. Another defense. Yeah. Uh man, um Pittsburgh is in trouble in my opinion. That's not Pittsburgh. This is not the Pittsburgh that that we know, right? Um no, they, they we, can't run the ball. Have, they, right, that right. Yeah. Right. When 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 I, when was the last time you saw a Pittsburgh team that can't run the ball? Yeah. That that that's not something that's that's synonymous with uh, with what? And then Ed if Black and yellow. Ball, you got to put the you got to put the ball in the hands of your quarterback and your quarterback yep. Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, that may not be that good. 
another team, uh, yeah, and another thing that didn't score their didn't score their first touchdown until the third, late third. You know, yeah. you you score your first touch and touchdown your late third, you bro, probably gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're struggling. You know, and 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 that and this is the thing. You know, like you said, you don't have the pedigree at quarterback, so playing from behind is not something you want to be doing. You know, and 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 nobody's here. I'm sorry. You know, I know I'm a, I'm a New England hater. I'm gonna say it straight up. But if you're a New England fan, you're watching this team play, and all of a sudden you're saying to yourself, "Oh man, here they come!" This is the no, mm-hmm. no, no. It, it, this is there is there is nothing here that would that should make you happy about what this team is. They have a long way to go to approach anything that they that that kind of uh, uh, looks like what they were doing last year. They they look out of sorts in a lot of ways um, on offense. I mean, Daniel Jones made a few plays. Aguilar, I don't know. I mean, he's having a midlife crisis. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. It, yeah. Hey, man, he had a great game, so I got to give him that. But, yeah, um, yeah. New, New England won New the New game. But both teams, in my opinion, they're just they, – they're, they're not themselves. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, the Patriots definitely needed that because they didn't want to go down 0-2, especially yes, in the sir. AFC East with trying to trying to keep up with Buffalo. That's almost impossible. So um, yep. it's a big win for the Patriots. Um, here's a, a shocker for me, and I still don't know what's going on in mm-hmm. in uh, Indianapolis. Jacksonville 24 to nothing over the Colts. I mean, what in the world is going on in Indianapolis? 0-2 now. Uh, <sighs> no, I'm sorry, 0-1-1. They tied yes. this week. Yeah. Which 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 should be an indication of where you at. Yeah. Who ties games? Yeah. Yeah. Especially like, against the you know, Texans. Man, I'm telling you. Uh you should man, I'm hurting for them. You know, I'm hurting for Colts fans because this is incredible. Um <sighs> Matt Ryan was harassed by the by the by the Jaguars. I, I I think I have the numbers here. Let me see if I get the numbers. But they sacked this dude so many times that at some point, you know, oh yeah, I didn't I didn't put the numbers down. But unfortunately, I thought I did. But they hit him and harassed him so many times that he looked like an old Matt Ryan. Mm. That's what he looked like, you know. And the fact that he, that if you could bring that out of a player of his caliber, you got his. You got him. Because he's older, he's been around for a long time, man. He, you know, he's not about the, you know, he he, he doesn't, he never really had a hose for an arm in the first place, and now you, now you, you're beating up on him. What do you think is gonna happen? You know, and and for me, where's that running game in Indianapolis? What you doing? Yeah, yeah. Where's 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 what? You should. Matt Ryan should be a compliment to your offense. Your offense should be that run game. Jonathan Taylor yeah. ran nine times. Yeah, bro. We're not, no. 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 no that, that's not what we do. I mean, I know that <laughs> they were down 17 nothing at the half, but you don't get out of your, your whole offensive game plan after that. You know, like, that's not getting blown out. All right, you're losing by a couple of scores, three scores, but you, you can't just stop running the ball. But but Chris, that's your offense, right? But listen to this: you have a you have a damn near Hall of Fame quarterback. Let him throw the ball. If you're down seventy, unfortunately, that didn't work. 
I think the fact that they were down 17 is a problem. Right. And here's the other thing, you too. Your running game could not save you here? What the hell is going on? Here's the thing, too. Like, we see Tom Brady, right, playing at a elite level at 40, whatever he is now, 45, 46, 47, whatever. That's not normal. That doesn't happen in football where <laughs> a quarterback can play till he's 45 years old. That just It's just not normal. So now we expect all these other guys to do it. Well, if he could do it, you know, these other elite <laughs> quarterbacks could do it too, right? So, but now you look at Matt Ryan. Okay, he was still pretty good last year, but he's 37 now. 30, 37. Yeah, yeah, 37. that's what he is. Normally, that's old in football. But, you know, I think the Colts were like, oh, he'll be fine. We could squeeze out another year or two. I think you got to look at Brady as no matter what, even not just the stats, but his age and all this stuff and he's being able to do at his age. It's just not normal. So when you see a guy like Matt Ryan, maybe this is what Matt Ryan is. You know, like I, I, I don't know how true that is, but I'll tell you one thing. What like what I what I said before, I'll tell you one thing. Um, this guy got beat up. So if if he that's how he is, if you're beating the crap out of him. <laughs> right. That's what I mean. I don't that yeah. yeah. That's not a that good off, and, and hey, that's supposed to be a really good offensive line, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. Really against Jacksonville. Yeah. But, no, yeah. but that's what I'm I saying. Don't. Like, I, but I think we not that we take it for granted, but we look at Brady, I think teams also are looking at him like, well, this is what maybe this is what the quarterbacks are gonna do now. They're going to play till they're 40 years old because, you know, we protect them more and stuff like that because of the rules. And that might be true, but still, you know, you might protect them from injuries, but your body is still going to go into some kind of a decline after a certain age. Brady's obviously has not. He's he's like a robot. But these other guys may start to, you know, start to dip and their dip might go deeper or quicker than than they like you know like maybe matt ryan listen this is only week two but we might be seeing something different here we might be seeing a back to kind of a normal regression at 37 years old 37 is usually old in football yeah yep that's true so we'll see Um, yeah i think i think I, i think at this point i think at the at this point the question is for me you know like not the question but I think when you're talking about what the the topic, what you were talking about, the age of quarterbacks, I think I think when you start starting to pay attention to the outlier and trying to make that the norm, I think that's where you fail. You know what I mean? Like right. Brady is an outlier. He is not the norm. Dudes don't play football like he plays at 45. No, it does not happen. <laughs> yeah, just not. It just in football in no sport. It's not no just sport. football. It's any sport at 45. Yeah. True. <laughs> He's just an anomaly. He's an alien. Whatever you want to All say. It's just pretty amazing. So, um, yeah. So, let, well, let's see. You never know. Matt Ryan might bounce back. And if the O-line protects him, yeah, let's see how he does going forward. But um, this was another big shocker, right? Miami mm-hmm. coming back to beat Baltimore 42-38. to 38. At one time, Baltimore was leading. Let's see, what were they leading at? They were leading thirty-five to fourteen, basically going into the fourth quarter. Yep, thirty-five to fourteen. 
and Alabama Tua showed up. Four <laughs> touchdowns in the in the final quarter. Yeah, 199 yards. I think he was 13 or 15 for 199 yards, four touchdowns. In one Some quarter. Crazy number <laughs> like that. For All of game. a sudden, yeah. Like this is this is like this is the fantasy. If you were a uh, 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 Miami uh, Dolphins fan, this is the fancy fantasy you lived by when yeah. you saw that Tyreek Hill would join Jalen Waddle on the on the same team. And if you would, if you would do the top five fastest guys in the NFL, these two would be there. That that's that's what we're talking about right now. That's what we're talking about, and the and in the be, in the best case scenario when this offense is humming. When these guys are the run run game is working and the ball is coming out of um Tua's hands quickly and they're getting one on ones outside or they're getting into space where guys have to try to tackle them, no, no, it's not good for anybody. There's no, there's not, there's not a handful of guys in the NFL that could keep up with those two guys in space. No, they so and, they, and listen, they both had eleven catches in the game. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They both had two touchdowns each, and they both had long receptions. One Tyreek Hill had a 60-yarder. Jalen Waddle had a 59-yarder. They just had ridiculous games. 190 for Tyreek Hill yards, 171 for Waddle. I mean, yep. I don't. I still don't know how Baltimore – Baltimore's That's, defense at home, home yep. opener, and you let this happen? Yeah, Oof. and and with all these Pro Bowl Pro Bowl DBs, no, nobody couldn't stop anybody. And 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 I think we I think the conversation goes back to what I talked about when I talked about the Jets running game, or the way the Jets defense stopped the Ravens running game. Because if this was the old Ravens, and they were leading by that many, you wouldn't win, because you wouldn't get that many possession possessions enough possessions to beat them, even if their offense fell apart and they couldn't run the ball. They, even if their offense, their their quarterback for some reason weren't wasn't being accurate, all they would do was hand the ball off, and they would beat you, because they were that good at running the ball. Unfortunately, they just in the two games at beginning to begin this season, that offensive line and that offense cannot run the ball well. And to me, that was the epitome of a team that struggled to run the ball because that's what you're supposed to do when you when you uh up that many points you run the ball and they can't i mean right and now lamar jackson had the most carries for the for the team baltimore yeah. and he had nine carries incredible how you incredible. know like kenyon drake six carries eight yards justice hill three carries 16 yards Ridiculous. mike davis five carries four yards no that's, that's not, not we we're not no. doing that <laughs> and that's no. the ravens the ravens you know should be one of the best running game running attacks in the league and so something's going on in baltimore um yep. the rams beat the falcons 31 27 i mean they were favored by a lot so but falcons hung in man they scored three three times late so uh twice i'm sorry two touchdowns and then they got a two-point conversion to get it close it was 31 10 with about eight minutes left uh with about twelve minutes left, so they came. Falcons, back a couple of times. Falcons have yeah, they 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 have fight in them, man. They're mm-hmm. not a they're not one of those teams that's just gonna lay down and let you beat them. But yeah, they're not gonna win many games though. 
I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 you know I think we said that already. <laughs> yeah. So you know, not a big surprise there. Yeah. Uh, what other game you got? Yeah, this was big too. San Fran twenty-seven to seven over Seattle, but the big story was Trey Lance. Yes, uh, hurt his ankle and he's done okay. for the year. And Jimmy G's back. And yep. I said it before. I think it's better. I, I think they're a better team with Jimmy G on the center, they, right? No, they, they, <laughs> they have a proven formula. Right. They have a proven formula with Jimmy G as a quarterback. It just goes that that's it. I don't think there's too much to it. You know, they're a physical team. They should be out physically in you. That's what they do. And have their quarterback make a few throws here and there. And He's been in the offense long enough. He, he knows what to do. Now, the question always remains, like we've been saying, those three or four throws in those huge games that you need him to do. This is the, this is to me, this is the, the, the last part of his evolution as a quarterback. Because to me, Jimmy G is already a winning quarterback in the regular season. Right? Yep. They, I think in those big games, when you really need him to make make five to eight throws, where he's gonna, he has to be accurate and he has to be on time, and and, and that's the part of his game that's missing right now. So, if he could take that, if he could grow those legs, I mean, what else? What else do you need? Because he is stable enough as a QB, other than the fact that we just don't know how healthy he could be for a whole season. Right. Kid is not that bad of a quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. So that's definitely I, I think they're better now. Now now they could compete against the Rams in, in that division. I think now you're now it's a serious Super Bowl contender. You know, now it's just a matter of keeping him healthy, obviously. But yep. uh, another big surprise to me was Dallas beating Cincinnati 2017 yeah. with Cooper Rush as their guy. Um, I mean, Cincinnati's bound to break out here. Hopefully it's not week three. Hopefully it's week four. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> but to me, this is an impressive win for uh, Dallas. You know, I mean, they didn't run a lot. You know, they didn't have, like, like the other game we were talking about. It wasn't many, you know, the numbers don't, you know, come out at you and say, oh, they they ran the ball like crazy against them or they no. threw the ball. It was just a solid win for them. Yeah. And and I think I think that's a perfect use of the word solid. I think that's if you want to talk about Cooper Rush, I think that's where you put it, right? I think I think he he didn't blow anybody out of the water. He just did what he needed to do. Delivered the football on time when he needed to stay stand in the pocket and took a couple of licks when he needed to and deliver the ball on time. He did that. Uh, but I think the conversation should revolve around the Dallas Cowboys defense. Yes. Six I think. Sacks. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you know, um, uh, they, they harassed the crap out of Burrow. Uh, they beat, um, man, that kid 11 is a problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. Like, hey, wait. <sighs> Refresh my memory. Where did this kid get drafted again? What number? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He you was, mean to tell me, you mean to tell me somebody saw this kid and thought that he should have dropped in the in the in the draft and he wasn't picked first or second? Well, that was the talk. Remember, he was the guy that dropped a little bit because of yeah. what reason. Um, yeah, yeah. 
I oh listen, man. There I'll is. I always. Why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tell me why. Because this is this kid's second year, second year as a pro, and he is beaten and making these tackles look foolish. And you could t- you could say whatever you want. If you watch this kid's highlights, you don't have to watch the tape if you don't want to. Because all I want you to do is watch the highlights and tell me if he's <laughs> beating people with comp- all he's doing is running around beating people. With- nope. He yep. He's ridiculously fast. And that's a that's a superpower he has. But if you think that he's not he's not more of a complete pass rusher than you would think at second year in the pro, yeah, I think that's why. As a tackle, if you went into that game thinking that kid cannot beat you, technically, with you know with his technique, yeah, nah, you would be sleeping. You 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 you're, you don't you'd be on your butt multiple times because he's strong. He, I said he has that godlike speed as a as a defensive end. Plus, his technique is sound enough. Now at this point. Not I, I I don't even want to say sound enough. It's damn near freaking great. And he's a second year player. That's scary. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> it is scary. <laughs> yeah. Second year in, and we're already talking about scary player and you yeah. know. Incredible. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense, bro. I had to, I had to, I had I was watching the highlights and I had to keep rewinding it. I'm like, what did he just do? Mm-hmm. I, 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 it's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. Uh, hey, man. Another, Dallas another, got another one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, another kind of a shocker, but it wasn't a loss. But Denver beats Houston 16 to 9. Um, expecting a little bit more out of Denver, I think. Um, I don't know what's going on there. What do you, what do you think? Oh, I, I, I know exactly what's going on there. <laughs> uh, uh, coaching? Mm-hmm. Man, listen. If your coach doesn't know exactly what he wants to do when a, a situation arises, I think we, I think we need to uh, reevaluate the fact that you put coach in front of his name. You know, like we've seen as Jets fans, we've seen some bad coaching. But if I'm not sure in a particular situation, if I want to go for a field goal or not. Or if I'm not sure if I want to call a play, run play or pass play or not, um, there's all this hesitation. Uh, I don't know when to call timeouts, and I, I like I have no clue, bro. No, <laughs> it, I have not seen a rookie head coach struggle as much as he has in those two games. I'm sorry that now somebody could correct me and show me an example, but I can't remember. An example of a rookie head coach struggling as much as he is right now. I, yeah. I don't. I don't. And especially I don't. with the talent that he's got, it's not like he's yeah. Over, you know, a rookie team or something. Uh, yeah. They shouldn't be swapping field goals until the fourth quarter against the Texans at home. For sure. And and no and and no slight against the Texans, man. No. The no, Texans. But... The Texans is one of those teams too. Again, the we we spoke about in we spoke about that coach. We know his pedigree, man. This guy is a damn near NFL legend. You know, this is not this is not no, you know, high school coach that just came into the NFL. He's been around for a minute, and you could tell. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. he the, the 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 team is basically kind of 
you know, carrying his his the his the way his you know his demeanor, you know. So so you you see that you know, and I think Stingley Stingley ain't no joke either. Stingley ain't no joke either, man. Oh. He hey, you know we love our sauce, but he ain't he ain't that far behind him in my opinion, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. So so, but but go back to Denver. Um. We they have you have a running game. Legit running game. I understand the quarterback, but that will come. That will come. You don't have to force feed Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. No, right on right, right on no. Absolutely. I don't have to force feed him. He has he's learning the offense, he's learning his teammates. Do the things that work. Run the ball and give him the 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 the, the ball throws. The, give him a few throws there and there. Take him out of the backfield. Boot leg. Let him throw the ball out of the pocket, not in the pocket, out the pocket because you know he's a smaller guy. He struggles doing that here and there. Play his game. Run the ball and let him throw the ball. Hey, if that whole Russ Cook Russell. Let Russ Cook thing didn't show you that that's not really what's gonna be successful for this kid in his career at this at his age right now. I can't help you. Yeah, no, I, they got to get better in the next couple of weeks, or they they can have no shot in the AFC West. I'll tell you that. Agreed. Um, Arizona, big win on the road against the Las Vegas Raiders, 29-23. Obviously, the Raiders were coming in with a with a lot of hype too, you know. After, of course, making the big trade for Devontae Adams, you mm-hmm. know, so they were definitely getting Chandler Jones. That was another big one, but they're zero and two now, so they're in trouble. You don't want to go zero and three in that division. You don't want to go zero and two. I don't want to say they're done, but this is well, definitely- uh... <laughs> Not a good sign. Yeah, that, that's not a good sign. We we spoke about this in the offseason. We were talking about these teams have to, you know, they have to play well, man, because that like you go on a losing streak, you get a little cold here and there. And guess what? You're you're looking up at a team that's you know that has won five, six games, and you're you're languishing at three or four, and you're like, How the hell am I gonna catch up with these dudes? Most likely not. There's no catching up. Because these guys are too good. Yep. You know, so so they got to do what they, you know. I I I did not on I did not unfortunately watch enough of the bank um the Raiders Cardinals game to like really in depth in depth talk about what happened. Um, I saw some of the highlights. All right, the one thing I could tell you is the whole um that's the calamari that they paid. That's why they paid them. You know. That magic pull out of your pull that stuff out of your butt, you know, play that he does here and there. That's him. You know, he could do that. The problem is this this kid last year. This kid struggled down the down the down the, you know, the the more games he played. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe you're asking the kid run around like that every game and pull magic out of his butt. Maybe that's maybe after a while he's gonna wear down. Yeah, and Arizona ended up winning that game in overtime on a uh, fumble by Hunter Renfro 
and they ran it back 59. I saw that. I yeah. saw that. I saw that in the highlight, and I and I noticed who caused the fumble too, because uh, it, it it was uh, what's his name? It's the linebacker that we've been waiting to break out in in Arizona in Simmons. Mm. Yeah. See, and and the craziest thing is, uh, um, one of my favorite guys, uh, Daniel Jeremiah, made a point. Um, he was talking about the fact that uh, they only gave this dude fourteen snaps. In that wow. game. Yeah, that's not a good, right? No. <laughs> yeah. If, if they re- because he had a bunch of snaps, so we, I don't know what the number was before um, last week. I know for sure he was on the field a lot because um, I, I watched most of that game. But this week I did not, but I caught Jeremiah pointing out that he, I think he had like, he had only 14 snaps. And you're supposed to be a next star player and you're playing 14 snaps. Even if you cause the fumble, I would ask the question, why do coaches in your third, what is that? Is That's his second year or his third year? Uh, I think it's his third, third right? Yeah, third, in your yeah. third. Bro, people shouldn't be cutting your your your, your snap numbers down, man, and your third. No, you should be taking off. Look. <laughs> exactly. That's not a, that's not a good, yeah, this not is a good look season. at all. Yeah, not a good look. But But like I said, I think this game was a Kyler Murray game. It's one of those Murray games that where he pulls magic out of his butt. That's basically what it is. Um, the the Arizona um, defense did what they you know what they do when when you know it. That's the thing with them. When Murray Murray goes on these runs, it's almost like it energizes that whole team. I think I think it's when he's not playing well. I think it looks. It looks like everybody just kind of just falls asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a big win for them because they needed one. And the Raiders now 0-2. Yeah, not a good a must win week three for sure because you're not getting back from 0-3 in that AFC West. Um, the Sunday night game, Chicago at Green Bay. Uh, the score doesn't really surprise us. Green Bay 27-10 over the Bears. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> it's, that's just normal. For uh, Aaron Rodgers beating the Chicago Bears every year. That's it. That's um, all. There's not too much to talk about here. No. Um, I think I think the approach by the Green Bay is, is what they're supposed to do. I think his time will come down the field where you'll need him to make to throw the ball 40 times a game right now. Get the offense settled. You know. Yep. Take your time. Run the ball when you can. Yeah. Uh, and then we had two Monday night games this this year. I think they they're trying it out. Maybe getting. I think they got three or four of them next year, um, where it's two Monday night games. But anyway, Buffalo uh, beat Tennessee forty-one to seven. Buffalo looks unstoppable <laughs> at this point. Tennessee, that's not a good start. Zero and two now. They yeah. lost the Giants week one, so Tennessee's in bad shape. But thankfully, they're in the South where. You know, you're not out of it yet. So, yep. Right. The leader right now is Jacksonville. They're at one and one. So, the AFC South is still wide open. But Buffalo looks just unreal right now. But yeah. They, they could do, they could do no wrong right now. But they got it's an NFL this week. It's an NFL season. Yeah. Remember. And listen, when you think you're, you're Superman, the NFL season has kryptonite for you. Oh, yeah. So, let's, I'm not wishing anything on them. I, I hope that they all stay healthy because I think they deserve a nice run. But you just gotta stay. What you know, you just gotta state the obvious, man. 
there is, there is a reason why there's been one team in the last how many years to go unbeaten. <laughs> right. And I don't think that's going to change this year either. But No, sir. Uh, the other Monday night game was Philly uh, beating Minnesota 24-7 in Philly. Um, Jalen Hurts, pretty good game for him. Um, 26-31, and a touchdown and a pick. He also ran for 57 and two touchdowns. And Kirk Cousins does his usual uh, disappearing act when it comes to a primetime game. Um, not a good game for him. Um, to me, it looks like Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback right now, but it's right now. I mean, he's beaten Detroit and <laughs> Minnesota. So I'm going to wait until, you know, they get into the tougher part of their schedule. Not to say Minnesota is a pushover, but... I'm waiting to see when they when they play a little tougher teams. I I will tell I will tell you um, again another game that I didn't spend um, that much time watching, and I'll tell you that some of the highlight plays I saw, some of the throws he made, I think I think built around what they do on offense is where as as you know is where I think he flourishes, and just that. If they could just cut out that little part of the game and give it to him, feed him the ball right then and there under those circumstances, create those circumstances, run the ball, play good defense, give him that play action. Guy running, streaking right down the middle of the field for the 50-something yard touchdown. Yes, he will do that, and he will grow off of that. I think. I think those intermediate passes, that, that accuracy needed, timing needed things will come. You just have to be patient with him and allow for that to come whilst you move the ball by running it and having him run it here and there and, and stuff like that. But this guy's always been a promising player. You know, we just don't know. You know, he just, in my, it's not that we. Like, you don't know what the ceiling is going to be because of his. Yes. Life. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Because, you, you know, he's every. He's every bit of everything that we've seen from quarterbacks like him, right? It's almost like, you know, it's like, hey, man, this guy is this, you know. And a lot of times we've seen it that these guys are so promising and we're like, well, he's going to – and then doesn't get there. There is something about this kid, though, that's different. You know, almost everywhere he's ever been, he's, he's always grown. And you could see, like you said, two games in, I, I'd say he's kind of seen the growth. But let's wait and see. Yeah, exactly. So that was week two, um, some surprises. But uh, week three, some interesting matchups. Thursday night, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland got <laughs> Cleveland to win that game. Uh, um, uh, I'm not impressed by the Steelers. That, that's all I got to say. I'm not. And, and that might come to bite me in the butt because we're playing them next. But I mean, not next, but <laughs> after that. But... Not impressed because this yeah. is not the Steelers that I know. I, I think this situation is this almost the same as the Tennessee situation at quarterback. I think it's just a matter of time before we see their their young backups take over, right? Pittsburgh has Kenny Pickett and uh, Tennessee has uh, Willis, and he already played uh, this week. So Ain't that something? Yeah. So if he's playing already week two, you know, even though it was a mop up and all that stuff, but I think to, to me, yeah, this is this is um, 
Tannehill's last year in Tennessee, and probably Pickett's going to take over by the end of the year in Pittsburgh. Maybe sooner than we thought, but um, yeah, I think Cleveland's going to win this game too. It'll be probably a tight game just because Brissett is not going to be able to, you know, go nuts there. But I think Pittsburgh's defense is still good and they'll, they'll keep him in the game. But I think in the end, Nick Chubb will take over that game. So um, Houston at Chicago. You want to flip a coin on this one or? <laughs> <laughs> I say Houston wins this game. I think you know Houston what? Is a I'm better thinking that player. too. I think Houston is yeah. better. You know, I agree. I think Houston's better right now. Yeah. Um, the has the must win right here for both of these teams. Perfect matchup. The Raiders at Tennessee. They Sheesh. both need a win. Yeah, I, I'd give it to the Raiders. Yeah. They I should. I, yeah, yeah. Right. the Raiders should win this game. They should, no Sh- doubt. Should, should, should doesn't really mean too much, but yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> We've seen should and it doesn't happen. So, yes, sir. Um, yeah, but we both think the Raiders will win. Uh, this uh, this was an interesting matchup when I first seen it, but not anymore after the first two weeks. Kansas City at Indianapolis. <laughs> I, you know, no. like right before the season, we were like, wow, this, this is going to be a good matchup. This should be a Sunday yeah. night game. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> we we yeah we don't have too much to say about this yeah there is uh uh there is a, 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 a man i'm trying to find a, a a great description of what the hell is going on with the cold and i can't find it that's how bad it is yeah uh, all i know is mr frank reich is on the hot seat right now yes my friend because <laughs> this is his third quarterback i think he's had and you know, last year with Wentz, not good. Now this year, he's got Matt Ryan, not good. So I would say he's on the hot seat. Um, mm-hmm. This should be a good game. Buffalo at Miami. Woo! This is the show-me game, I think, for both teams, I think. Yeah. But this is definitely a show-me game. Like, let's see. Oh, Miami, you think you're really good? All right. Well, yeah, <laughs> beat the juggernaut. Right. Beat Buffalo. Slow yeah. them down and score against them. Good luck. That That's, yeah. And and unfortunately for 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 Miami, what they do on the on offense is basically playing it would play into the hands of a team that plays zone as well as my as as the Bills do. And uh, I know the Dolphins' defense is really good, but we ain't seen no defense stop this kid in a minute, bro. No. Yeah, yes, I, I, I can't remember the last. Yeah, I can't remember the last time a a defense beat beat up on on, on this kid. So. Yeah, Buffalo wins. Yeah, it should be an interesting matchup, though. I, I think let's see how good yeah, Miami of is. course. Good yeah, test for them for sure early on. Uh, yes, sir. De- Detroit at Minnesota. Detroit at Minnesota. Which Minnesota team shows up? Well, it's With one o'clock. One juggernaut. So I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say it's <laughs> one o'clock. So, <laughs> so he so he will yeah, see his shadow. He won't see. He will or he won't see his shadow. Uh, think, yeah, I think when he sees the shadow, it's okay because it's during the day. So yeah, I think I think uh, Minnesota wins this one. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crazy. Baltimore at New England, another good one. Baltimore should win this game. I again, I I I will stick to what I said before. There's something not there for the Patriots. And I'm not saying that they, they won't get better throughout the season. I'm just saying right now, they're just not where they want to be in a lot of ways. And in an, in an alarming amount of ways, I'll just put it that way. Definitely. Um, 
We talked about our game. Uh, how about Philly at Washington? Yeah, we're not talking about that. That's <laughs> that's Wash. That's Philly. Philly should win this game going away. That, that, let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Uh, Saints and Panthers. <laughs> Panthers zero and two. They got to win. Yeah. Uh, Saints. Saints is just a better football team. I would think it's so. Just a better football yeah. team. Oh yeah. yeah. It, even in their loss, you could see they were a better football team. They, yeah. The pan the Panthers struggled to score against the Giants, and I know everybody's gonna say, "Hey, the Giants' defense have been has shown to be really good." It, it's two games. The right. Saints' defense has always been good. Even if you take away the players that you're taking away. They're so talented in so many positions on on their defense that they were able. They gave up two of the better safeties in the NFL. Yep. <laughs> that's how that's how uh, uh, confident they are. Right. They, so and they're still good. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say that. I mean, Lattimore is going to be out too, right? Did they? Did they? Um, no, they didn't. Right? They did oh, not. They only uh, only oh, Evans they only, got suspended. Okay. So there you go. Yep, one of the best corners in the NFL. Waiting for you. Yeah. Uh Jacksonville at the Chargers. Yeah, nah. Chargers. <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> I agree. Rams at the Cardinals. Interesting game. And that's the division game, right? That's yep. gonna be a hot game. That's Both gonna be one a hot and game. one. I think that whole division is one and one. Right, yeah, uh, sounds one. about right. Yeah, Rams are one and one. The Cardinals are one and one. The 49ers are one and one, and the uh, Seahawks are one and one. Incredible. There you go. Everybody's yeah. one and one. So obviously not after this week, but we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, but I think it is interesting because can Arizona with you know they got momentum. The Rams, you know, we haven't seen the real Rams yet. No, I would say no. So. Might be a coming out party for them. You never know. Uh, here's another coin flip game. Uh, Atlanta at Seattle. Eesh. Yeah. What man. Coin and flip. A, and it's a pick'em game, too. So <laughs> with oh the my odds. God. Like the odd makers uh. are like, yeah, we don't know either. So <laughs> we're just gonna make it a pick'em. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows. Yeah. Yeah. They, Have fun. <laughs> this is this is incredible. I don't know, man. This this is I, I don't know either. I, I guess Seattle Jeez. at home, but I would say if anybody was betting, I would stay away from that game because. Yeah, don't touch anyway. it. Yeah. Don't uh, do it. Exactly. Uh, Green Bay at Tampa Bay. That should be a good one, I think. Yeah, it should be a really good one, but I give Green Bay the break on this one. I, I don't think the, the Bucks are going to be their full selves in this game. I, I have a feeling that they're going to have kind of a letdown. Uh, yeah, against, I think the, yeah, you know, I think I I'll give them I'll give that game to the Packers. Uh, the Sunday night game, San Fran at Denver. Yeah, Denver. Uh, uh, Denver ain't ready yet. Yeah, San Fran. Hey, by the way, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be at this game. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm going, I'm going, my son lives in Colorado, so I'm going to be over there. Oh, nice. And yeah, and yeah, that, that's his gift. Okay. Very cool. So, that should be a good game too. Yeah. That's yeah. actually a good one. Should All be. Right. Let's awesome. see. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Dallas at the Giants, Monday night. 
I would say Dallas, but I don't know. Like, well, John I know Daniel Jones. So <laughs> I know. You're like most definitely that two and zero you see in front of the Giants is doesn't tell the real story. <laughs> no, definitely not. So, definitely uh, not. um, I don't think the Giants' offense has is ready to um to take on that kind of defense and that kind of pressure that they're going to be facing. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with the Cowboys in this one. Yeah, I would think so. I think they got the better team. And this is when I think Giants come down a little bit to earth. Um, and that's it, man. It's, we're, we're already up to week three, amazingly. We got through our first two weeks. We're one and one. Uh, hopefully we can pull out a win against uh, Cincy this week and go into week four with a two and one record. And we're going to have Zach Wilson hopefully back and hopefully beating Pittsburgh, who is going to be one and two at the time. So we'll see. But uh, that's the show. Thank you for joining us. Remember, you can catch us wherever you catch your podcasts. Um, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon. Um, you could follow the show at Liftoff Jets. And you could follow Charmin at GrownFolk1980. And you could and you could catch his awesome articles at playlikeajet.com. And you could follow me at cp 7 one And we will see you guys next week. Take it easy, my friends.